Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. Hey, it's Doug with an opportunity to catch up with Dr. Meg Meeker, a pediatrician widely recognized as one of the country's leading authorities on parenting teens and children's health. Her work with countless families over the years has served as the inspiration behind her best-selling books, which include The Ten Habits of Happy Mothers and Strong Mothers, Strong Sons, and the one we're going to talk about today, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, which also is streaming now at pureflix.com, a book made into a movie. But I don't want to put the cart before the horse. First of all, welcome, Dr. Meeker. Thanks for making time. Oh, you bet. Thanks for having me. Well, before we talk about this movie that I had a chance to see and was amazing, let's start with the book and the inspiration behind Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. You know, when I wrote the book, what I was seeing in my office as a pediatrician is that the girls who had dads involved in their lives uh, were doing much better. If they had anxiety, depression, eating disorders, they got over it much more quickly than those who didn't have dads. At the same time, I was seeing in our culture this trend where dads were being bashed. They were talked about as the butt of the jokes, and I thought, wait a minute, this, this isn't reality. So I decided to write a book depicting the power of a father in a daughter's life. And it really came quite naturally to me, quite naturally to me, because I had a great dad. Uh, My husband has been a great dad to our daughters. And it just went from there. And um, here it is as a movie, which is pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. At at first, I was curious, like, how is a book about uh, the relationship between the dad and the daughter going to translate into a movie? But I guess you just take those scenarios, real life scenarios that dads are dealing with, and then it sort of played out. Um, What would you hope would be a takeaway from folks that saw the movie? What conversations do you think would happen on the way home? would hope that uh, women, mothers who see the movie, kids who see the movie, and fathers would recognize that um, dads are important and that we need to support them and that we need to pull them in as more active members in the family. And then when they become more active, not criticize them, which is what I did to my husband a lot. We want you to be more involved. And then he's involved. I'm like, no, 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 you're not doing it the right way. But I I really want us as a culture to begin to see we've got to stop this beating up of dads. We've got to embrace them as a huge answer to our family problems, to our cultural problems. We all know that fatherlessness is an enormous problem in our culture, and yet no one's speaking out about how desperately we need dads. And so really that's the message that I would like to come from the book as well as the movie. Well, certainly there were many themes that I personally could identify with. Uh, I have a daughter and a son that are both uh, adults now. Speak to the time that I could even feel that things shifted. It was a different girl when we were playing Barbies when she was younger, and then you go into those teen years, and then I sort of 
I'll say I, I sort of disconnected a little bit in thinking like, okay, this is where mom takes over because I totally don't understand what she's going through. Yeah, exactly. Every father does that because, A, dads feel sort of intimidated. They don't know what's going on in their heads. They don't know uh, why they're responding the way they are. And there is a change, a sudden shift around puberty when a daughter who used to be so huggy and loving with dad all of a sudden says, get away from me, Dad. I think you're gross. Um, but what I encourage dads to do is don't retreat, you know, don't withdraw, because when she acts that way, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with herself. She's feeling insecure. She's feeling that she's too fat or ugly or whatever. Mm. And that's the time when she needs her dad to be there for her, you know, not to be invasive, but to sort of say, I'm here, I'm with you, I know this is a hard time, but I still love you and I still think you're wonderful. Even if something as simple as that, but what I have found is exactly what you described. Dads see their daughters doing something weird and they just go, I don't know how to handle this, and they back out. But don't do that. You talk about three questions that every child needs answered, and that uh, really struck a nerve with me as far as, gosh, how would I have answered that over the the growth of my daughter? Could you flesh out those Mm -hmm. questions? Sure. You know, the first is, what do you think of me? What do you think about me, Dad? Um, And girls are constantly reading their fathers for clues about what Dad thinks about them. And dads don't realize this. And they're trying to figure out, does dad think I'm important? Is he paying attention to me when he walks through the door at night, or is he just looking down at his phone? Does my dad think I'm a good person or a bad person? Does my dad think I'm capable or not capable? And I think that's very important for fathers to realize that daughters want these answers in your everyday conversations and activity. And I'm not trying to intimidate dads. I'm just trying to say you need to affirm that. Um, And then another one is, you know, Dad, what are your hopes for me? Do do I have a future? Do I think, um, do you think that I'm going to be able to succeed at something? Um, and, And so forth. And then the other one is, Dad, how do you feel about me? And in other words, do you, do you, um, love me? Do you think I'm a a wonderful person? Do you think I'm worthwhile? Um, you know, what, what are your thoughts about me? And do you feel that, um, that you love me and do you like me? Do you want my company? So really those are the three questions that are, are critical for any father, really any parent to answer, uh, when it comes to their daughters. Because what you say about the about the dads is to the daughter, that's the most important man in her life. And I think we as dads sometimes forget that when things go a little squirrely, adolescent, etc. Oh, absolutely. You know, a dad is the one who who sort of sets a template for a daughter on how she's going to relate to other men or boys, male figures in her life. So when a dad is there at the very beginning, if she learns to trust him, if she learns to be loved by him, if she learns to feel his affection and to understand he's very different from mom, then she's going to um, have a very healthy relationship with boys in her class, teachers, coaches, boyfriends, and husbands in the future. The other thing is dad sets a, a, um, a bar for what she should expect from men. If dad 
talks to her respectfully and he's very courteous and he's very kind and he treats her um, very well. She's going to expect that from any other boy in her life, uh, particularly when it comes to dating. And so dads need to recognize you're setting the bar for her future boyfriends and husbands. So be very cognizant of that when you go about your daily life. Yeah, I, I definitely can identify with that. And I think what, 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 what I can sense too is that we get these moments, right? We get these inspirations, whether it was a sermon or whether it was a thing, and we do the daddy-daughter date night or we write the amazing card. And I think the challenge is don't wait for those isolated opportunities. That's got to be woven into the fabric. Absolutely. You know, things that changes that change daughters' lives are not necessarily special times you set apart. Though that's very, very important. But they're comments their fathers make here and there, or the way you look at your daughter. For instance, uh, after when I didn't get into medical school the first go-around, I was very down in the dumps. And I heard my father say to a friend, oh, my daughter Meg's going to be going to medical school in the next couple of years. He doesn't remember saying that. It was one sentence, but it changed my life. Because I realized then if my dad said I was going to do it, I was going to do it. Mm. And, it and, and, and that's the kind of thing that a father can communicate to a daughter. Just by living life, if you respect and honor and love your daughter, it's going to come through. And that's going to be a huge, make a huge impact on her sense of value and self-esteem. What advice would you have for uh, dads that may be dealing with a, a single dad situation or where they only have um, part-time custody of the daughter? Yeah. First of all, don't be intimidated by that. I think that, you know, single dads can raise extraordinary young women. I've seen it happen over and over. Fathers often get um, intimidated or feel down in the dumps when there's a divorce situation and mom tries to push them out of a daughter's life. Um, hold on. Hold on, because eventually the daughter will grow. And when she turns 18 or 20, if you stayed with her and you've taken the high road, she will recognize that and come around and want a very close relationship uh, with you. So just because you're spending less time with her, realize um, it's only for a short period of time, and then you can spend more time with her when she's an adult. But also, in the time you're with her, you can have an extraordinary impact on her. We're talking with Dr. Meg Meeker, and the book is uh, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, also uh, a film streaming on Pure Flix. Had a chance uh, to watch that the other night. And the next question has to deal with what's portrayed in the film, which is really, I think, at the core of a lot of the issues is the work-life balance. You know, the dad in this film is so driven and has this desire that the daughter's going to follow in his footsteps, but she's her own person. What's the advice? I mean, I, I ask a lot of people that. How do you strike that perfect work-life balance? Yeah, well, I think it's it's a beautiful depiction of a father who is so focused on doing well in his career and moving up the ladder um, and then not thinking about what his family really wants from him or needs from him. And he's just got a jolt when his daughter, who he want, who sent to business school and wants her to join the business, says, Dad, I don't want to do that. And he had no clue that she was thinking of going in a different direction and that he missed it. Mm. And he recognized he missed so much of his family life that he didn't know what was happening. 
And he realized, wait a minute, I've got to really reconnect with my family. I've got to spend some time with my daughters. Um, and I really need to step up to the plate and see what they need and be that. And then you see the joy begin to emerge in their families. And so there, there is, you see that balance going from intensely, you know, driven in his career and making a lot of money. And then all of a sudden going, wait a minute, that isn't what's important. I need to keep my job, but also spend more time with my family. And you see the results of that at the end of the movie. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that a lot of times us guys, we feel that our role is the provider. And I, I hear that mm-hmm. so much where it's like, why, you know, I've, I've given her everything she ever wants, but you didn't find out what she needs. Exactly. Because what she really wants is you. She really wants your attention. She really wants some of your affection. She really wants you to affirm who she is, and she wants you to to know that you like being with her. So, you know, if you're going to go change the oil in your car on a Saturday morning, ask her to ride along with you and just say, hey, you know what, I've hardly talked to you this week. Do you mind coming with me for half an hour? Or things like that that mean so much to a daughter. Um, so, you know, th- those are the, the moments and those are the things that girls just want. And they're so simple to give to your daughters, just sort of a touchdown. Hey, want to have breakfast with me on Saturday morning? Let's go to McDonald's, even if it's your 45 minutes to communicate to your daughter that you're there, you're involved and you value her. That's what she wants and needs. She doesn't care about how much money you make. She doesn't care, really. She'd like to have a car at 16, 17, or 18. But if she has you and your time, she doesn't care about the car. She doesn't care about, you know, the size of their home. She wants dad's attention and affection. And I think that once dads get that, they're going to start to realize, boy, this isn't so hard. And it's taking a lot of pressure off me to perform at work. Mm, I love it. I love it. What advice, encouragement, wisdom would you give to a dad that's listening and it's like, yeah, I think it's too far gone. Maybe it's too late. I I hope it's never too late. No, 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 no. It's never too late. You know, I interviewed women in their 40s and 50s um, about their fathers for the books. And very often the women just burst into tears and they say, I wish I still had my dad or I wish, um, you know, my dad would live forever or I wish I could reconcile with my dad because the hurts that a girl or a woman feels in her heart from her dad are always there, always. They don't go away. She doesn't just forget about the break from her father. So you need to know that regardless how old your daughter is, she wants to reconcile. It's going to take some time. You have to initiate it, um, but it's never too late for a dad who feels like she's disengaged. I haven't seen her in 10 years. She doesn't remember who I am. Don't, don't go down that path. Know that she wants you always. Well, Dr. Meeker, I appreciate your time. Always want to be respectful of it as well. Is there anything else that you wanted to throw in there that we didn't touch on? I don't think so. See the movie. It's really a wonderful movie. It really is. Honestly, as an author, you get very nervous about what a a movie is going to be because you want the heart of your book Mm. to come through in the movie. So I'm very grateful to Pure Flix that they made that happen. So were you able to be on set or were you involved in, in any kind of consulting role? 
You know, no, the movie isn't mine. Um, and so I did some consulting on the manuscript, but that was about it. I was never on set. I was asked to be on set, but I, I you know, I work sure. a lot and I don't, and I live far away. But um, no, they, for, for the most part, they took it and they got the heart of my book and then went with it. And I was, I, I really respect what they did and am very grateful for what they did. I'm Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. 